Good energy. Come on. Hey, big dick energy. Got it? Yeah. Can I be sad still or no? Do you want to be sad? I don't know. I'm always kind of sad, but. So you're going to do small dick energy? No, I can bring big dick energy. It's just going to be sad dick energy. I mean, but do you really have, I mean, if you don't have one, right, you can't lie. That's not good. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like, you can't lie about it, but maybe, so, like, above average dick energy? Is that, like, is right, that a that, thing? Right, but again, again, right? I mean, when we're talking about lying, you don't want I, that. I don't know if that's lying. I mean, hard to say. Take a picture of it right now. Well, it's dark. Put Well, it's a good excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a closet. <laughs> Welcome to the Art of the Dive. We're back. Season 4 on the way. The 2020-2021 FPL season is about to start. We've got fixtures coming out tomorrow, but Jake and I wanted to get a podcast out a little bit ahead of time. Jake, how are you, buddy? Oh, I'm doing better now that fixtures are coming out tomorrow. That's exciting. Yeah. Are you, do you feel rested? Like it's a little bit of a weird year. You know, the season ended and it was ready to, to start right back up again. Are you feeling, you know, invigorated? Not at all. I feel like I'm having to do drugs to stay focused, like Adderall and harder drugs as well. Why? For FPL, you're doing these things? Yeah, I I just everyone has all this energy and I'm like, uh, didn't the season just end like a week ago? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, it's a quick turnaround. I mean, if I remember correctly, on the end of the season pod, you were saying you were pretty excited for the next season. You've done a turnaround, huh? I did. I turned around. Yep. Yeah. So fast. Is it because is it because you're bad? Is that why? Is because you're you're like you're like looked at your ORs and you're like, ah, man, it's not going to get better. I'm I'm terrible. No, I mean, I'm still disappointed about that, but it still is the best season I've ever had, like, kind of, I guess. Not like yeah. the season I had like 10 years ago, but I'm not going to count that one. So I've still improved. And I think this year it's going to be better. I don't see why not. I'm getting stronger, faster, smarter. It's all good things. Yeah, you're actually getting more feeble with age. It's not good for you. Yeah, I, d- I mean, I hurt my hip a little bit ago, but that's kind of beside the point because it's is fantasy. That gonna, it doesn't really matter. Is that going to affect your FPL? Yeah, I don't know. Like, oh, man, I can't sit down and read this. I got to go get a standing desk now. Hmm. Well, investments. Um, remember that time we were going to start our season four pod and you made me wait like 15 minutes after I had rescheduled already to make it better for you? wait you well you rescheduled like an hour i don't think that really counts well we were going to do it this evening remember now we're doing it midday oh yeah yeah and then we rescheduled an hour er, an hour later again for you and i basically took my entire morning off so that uh, i could prep the pod for us and you took your morning off so that you could hang out around your home that must have been tough no I, i lifted weights i wasn't at home ah right you got some time to go to the gym yeah why do you keep trying really why do you keep trying like with your life why do you keep doing that i don't know if i don't have like some semblance of um like routine it just all goes bad Hmm. no one cares uh garf wrote in 
big picture topic as major celebs in the FPL world and with your lavish lifestyles, can you make Jacob close cheer the fuck up for the 2020, 2021 season? If I hear I'm doing okay, I suppose he says, I swear Jake, you started the podcast <laughs> off like that. Well, I would say if we had more Patreons and I had a more lavish lifestyle Garf, mm-hmm. Maybe it wouldn't happen as frequently, but I'm just trying to be honest. I'm an honest co-host, and that's what you guys pay to see or listen to, I guess. Yeah, they don't want to see you (laughs) because you're also an ugly co-host. So there's that that we're dealing with. Well, yeah. Debatable. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not. It's not, right? So people don't really know what you look like anyway. So we can just say whatever we want, right? Um, You know, you're like 300 pounds, 400 pounds. And um, you have the face of a horse. Well, and that's why we need more Patreon money. You know, <laughs> plastic so surgery and lipo. Plastic surgery, <laughs> exactly. Done. Um, okay. Well, we should probably get into things a little bit, and this will be a, a jump-off pod for some people. It might be their their first time hearing us. So, hopefully, in these first opening three and a half minutes, they haven't decided to uh, to turn us off and and not listen to the art of the dive anymore because they're annoyed by us. Um, we are wherever again dive. Yeah. Well, whatever, you know, you lose some, you win some, you lose more, you know? Um, but we're the, are the dive I'm Marco and, and this is Jake, my co-host. Uh, we always do kind of a start off podcast at the beginning of every season. Um, and this is our fourth season of the art of the dive. And, and I would say last year, our podcast grew, uh, more than it than it ever has. Uh, it's really blown up in terms of of number of listeners, community, followers, Patreons, people that support us. So uh, it's really exciting, and and we're hoping to to keep it going. Um, if you can't tell yet, for the the new people that are listening, we're a relatively lighthearted podcast. Uh, we try to enjoy ourselves while we're on here because it is a game. Um, we'll talk a little bit about kind of our philosophy around the game uh, as we as we go forward here today. Um, and we'll also cover some community advice that people write in. We're a very community-driven pod, um, and then we'll share some some advice for the season. Um, because the fixtures aren't really out yet, we're gonna kind of wait on discussing individual players. Um, so this this podcast is a little bit more about kind of overall and general strategies. So last year, Jake, we did forty three episodes. Um, we've crossed over, uh, we're well over now, the 100 mark for 100 total episodes with our podcast. Um, and you can find us basically anywhere uh, that there are podcasts, right? SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher. We're, we're all over the place. Find us. We really appreciate it if you enjoy the pod, if you can leave a review, uh, if you can leave um, um, some comments, and if you can share it with us. And for those of you that are uh, kind of new to the podcast and you're trying to get a feel for, well, you know, what's with the inside jokes and who are these guys? We do have a compilation episode that we made of kind of the funny moments over the last season and a half or two seasons. Um, and that's up on our SoundCloud and our website, divefpl.com. Um, so check, check that out. That'll give you a good feel for, for what you're about to get yourself into, um, which I really can't wait. So Jake, Let's get into a, a little bit, just share, I think we should share a little bit about our philosophies around the game and kind of what this pod is really about. 
Um, so I guess I'll let you start, Jake. This is you didn't really have any time to prepare for this, but I'd like to see you stumble through this. So, um, you know, what to you, Jake? What's the reason that you know we kind of do this podcast, and what's kind of your philosophy around the game of FPL? Okay. Okay. Well, the reason we do this podcast um, is because, you know, you left me and I left you. Um, We were roommates in college, played college soccer together, had similar classes because we both were bio majors and education minors initially this is a really Um, boring response so far well this is what you asked for okay no okay i didn't i didn't i didn't so once again you've ruined the pod i'm gonna have to edit all this out okay okay well i'll just go over my philosophy then so my philosophy (laughs) has been changing it's a little bit you know exciting in, in that way things you know change it's important to adapt um i've realized fpl is very boring So I'm going to be a more boring FPL manager. I am literally going to be the most boring FPL manager you've ever heard of. And that's going to be me. Kind of like you are as a co-host. Similar. Exactly. Yeah. Just not fun. Right. Just, you know, doesn't bring anything out of the ordinary. Just boring. Meticulous, I would use, you know, meticulous will be a good word. Um you know, perseverance, it's a long season. Yeah, things like that. That's what I'm going to bring to this this year, and it's going to win me a trophy. I can tell you that right now. Okay, well, the last part is a little bit off the cuff, I think. Um, so for me, uh, I'd say kind of my philosophy behind this podcast and the game is, is this idea that there's a lot of good podcasts out there, okay? And so a lot of people think like, well, why would we listen to this one? Um, you know, one of the things that I think we do a nice job of is... Uh, we try not to tell people exactly how to play the game. Now, don't get me wrong. Jake and I have some opinions about the best way to play the game. And and it is a game. So I, I just want to be completely honest. There are better ways to play. Um, and and uh, the, the goal for us is to try to kind of um, provide people with some different mindsets or some different philosophies around the game and maybe not exactly tell you word for word for how to do it. Of course, people write questions in all the time and we answer them. We try to do our best. Sometimes we're right. Most of the time, Jake's wrong. Uh, but but the whole point of the podcast is, is to enjoy ourselves, to enjoy FPL, uh, to build some community and, um, and hopefully hurt Jake's feelings. So uh, with that, Jake, what are you excited about for this upcoming FPL season? Other than being uh, boring. Absolutely nothing. I'm all about being boring this year. So I'm excited about being boring. You know, I I really think the, the years and years of myself and the community beating you down, we we haven't beat I think shouldn't say that we haven't beat you down. We've morphed you into exactly what we thought you always were. You know? We've sculpted a, a you. A winner? Nope. A boring loser. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll have to see. Uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm I think that there's it's going to be an interesting year, in a sense that, um, yeah, I don't really have anything. I don't know. I'm actually kind of mad at FPL. I Why? I'm mad at FPL. I just don't think they did a good job pricing players. I think they made it very boring, which is like I don't know. I'm just not excited. I really disagree with with all those things. Um, really? 
Yeah, well, I think the pricing was, was <laughs> is great this year. But we, we can get into that a little bit later in the podcast. Um, you want to ask me what I'm excited about? Sure. What are you excited about for this year? Could you say it with a little bit more excitement so that I can have some of the energy? Yeah. Hey, Marco, what are you excited about this year? You sound like a like a 14-year-old girl talking to her her significant other for the first time over text. Well, I, I don't know how else to do it. <laughs> that is the only way you ever sound outside of sad. So <laughs> yeah, <good. laughs> yeah, fair. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a weird year, of course, right? It, the, the season starting later, um, the structure of the season is going to be a little bit different. I guess I'm excited for, for that part. Um, but, you know, we like like we said earlier, you know, fixtures aren't out yet. So I haven't tinkered that much. Of course, I've been thinking a little bit about players that I think I might want to have in my team. You know, there's a, a number of new players coming into the league this year that I'm kind of excited to see play. And, and I don't know exactly how they're going to fit in from an FPL perspective, but I'm excited about that. Um, I'm excited to kind of get back to basics. So you said that you want to be boring. And I think um, there is something to be said for that as a player. Um, you know, we could we could say conservative, right? We could say maybe more thoughtful in the way that you play, um, maybe a little bit less reactive. Those would all be, in some people's opinions, boring. And I'm kind of excited to kind of to, to get back to that. So um, I'm also excited to kind of continue growing the podcast, right? We, we've kind of gone back to basics with this. We reached out to our listener base and said, hey, what are some things that you guys really like? And what are the parts of this podcast that attracted you to it in the first place? And we're trying to we're trying to get back to those things. So um, we will be bringing back some old segments. Um, so some of the old segments that people liked were Jake's mistakes. That was a, a common one. Um, we'll be bringing back. We didn't have a name for it before, but we'll call it this year the Lost in Translation, um, which is a section where people from other parts of the world write in kind of common sayings or something like that. Uh, and Jake and I, as Americans, have to use it in our podcast. It's kind of fun. Uh, we'll probably, we're going to be bringing back It's a Trap. That's one that people really, really liked uh, in, in years past, the Emerald Akbar section of the pod. Um, we're also going to introduce, we might be doing some some new sections this year, like Pod Wars could be fun, um, where, we, where we compete with some other podcasts. Uh, somebody suggested a good one I liked called Word from the Wives about maybe from our wives about how they hate FPL and, and how much time we spend on it. That could be funny. So these will be kind of like rotating sections that we'll play with as the year goes on. Um, Native American Drake wrote in, uh, he said, I have one that you could use for lost in translation. Um, he said, uh, and it's like a, it looks like it's the lyric from a song. Um, do you want to read it, Jake? Yeah, I can read it. Um, okay. okay. Read it like you think it would be in a song. Huh. This is like a phrase. Okay. I I told my baby, don't worry what a hoe say, because me and you both know you're the special one. It's really nice of you to say, Jake. Mm-hmm. To me. It's really that's, nice. That's, what do, do we have to say that whole phrase? That's going to be difficult. I just like, don't worry what a hoe say. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to use that like whenever somebody uh, writes anything dumb in. I'm just going to be like, Jake, don't worry what a hoe say. Yeah, well, but I'm not gonna say the special one part to you. Okay, you're, well, you're not fine. the you're not the Mar- you're not the Mourinho one. You're the Jake. I'm one. not. I'm not special. I'm I'm boring. That's what boring. I'm here for. This is gonna be the whole season, isn't it? Just Jake being boring. 
Um, one of our our big focuses of our podcast is to try to give com- other community members a platform uh, to share some of their ideas. Um, and so what we kind of sent out was a tweet. We use Twitter a lot um, to do that. We que- we queried the the community and. Uh, some people wrote in some pieces of advice to kind of start the season off or to keep in mind as the season goes on. So I thought, Jake, a good like next section of the pod here would be for us to go through those pieces of advice and talk a little bit about if, if we agree with them or if we think that they're they're off in some way. How does that sound? Yeah, I like that. That's a good idea. You, you're down with that? Yeah, I'm down with that. Okay. All right, let's get into it then. Um, FPL Sexy writes in, don't play the fear game. So many people scared of, for example, uh, Salah and TAA last year. Yes, Salah can score four against Watford, but that happens once a year, not every week. It's okay to go with the Twitter hype player for that certain week. Uh, people rip up their teams through fear. Don't. What are your thoughts on that, Jake? Like, don't play the fear game. Because I feel like I think fear drives most of my decisions in fpl i agree and disagree the part i agree with is yeah you don't have to follow the the twitter hype for every single player um definitely agree with that i think twitter can lead you down some bad paths the thing i don't disagree with or i disagree with excuse me words uh, don't want a double negative there is that you do you do have to be a little bit cautious with certain players that can really hurt you. So in my opinion, I mean, and maybe FPL Sexy was just using this in a, as an example. And this is, again, one of my qualms this year. TAA is extremely priced incorrectly. He's, he's in my mind, a must-own player. If you don't have him on your team, incorrect. Off the off the beginning of the season, <laughs> Inco- just incorrect. Incorrect. If you don't yeah. have him, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I think that there's something to be said for p- players that at the beginning of the year are priced at a certain price that you you should have them in your team, right? You know, we'll talk about this later in this episode, but that's that's my opinion. So I don't know what your thoughts are. No, I just I think that most of my decisions are driven by fear. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just my whole life, right? Isn't that natural selection at its finest? Like just surviving. Yeah, I guess you that's know? fair. Like, oh, yeah. I'm I'm scared of snakes. Oh, I'm not. Oh, you're dead because you got bit by one. <laughs> Done. <you> uh, <laughs> Wilson writes in: Don't make rush rage transfers. Wait until close to the the deadline to make any transfers. I think that that's just it's a really simple piece of advice, and I'm sure everybody here is like, well, yeah, of course. But if you're a new manager. That's something that a lot of managers, um, I think, struggle with when they first start the game, right? When you first start playing FPL, a lot of people, I mean, you were, you were, uh, you, you did this a lot, like, especially not so much last year, but the year before, where you'd make like transfers right after the game week because you were like, I hate that guy. He sucks. He's out. <laughs> I did. Yeah. yeah. I've gotten better at that slowly. I do agree with Wilson. That's a, yeah. usually a good move the hard I thing think, is in the beginning with the price jumps that true we'll have to see how much true. that changes every year i would say nine out of ten times though that's good advice um great avis avis uh avis avis i think uh wrote wrote in uh, never believe unreliable team leaks and make hasty transfers uh think through the transfer and rely on trusted sources only if in doubt 90 percent of the time it's better you leave this team as is um if you are unsure 
Uh, for the first, uh, also added for the first game week, good idea to keep 0.5 in the bank for contingencies that you can be kind of flexible. Um, I like, I like those pieces of advice. Um, that's something that's kind of ha happened a lot this last year was this unreliable team news and team leaks. Um, FPL did change some rules this year. So the deadline now is going to be 90 minutes before the game starts instead of 60 minutes. Um, which I think the idea behind that was to try to limit the number of team leaks that were, were able to get out into the community. Um, we'll see how that plays out. I mean, I think I do think that that's going to be challenging now to get early team news. Um, so, so probably having a plain bench this year is going to be more important than it has in, in years past. Um, this idea of keeping money in the bank for the after the first game week is an interesting one. Um, I tried it last year it didn't quite come off for me have you tried that strategy in years past jake uh last year was the first time the reason the 0.5 doesn't work really well is because players if they move up 0.1 it really kind of can hurt you can't like make much of a jump i guess you know like so if you have an 8.5 player and a nine player and you're like oh i might want to move to that nine player game week one if they move up to 9.1 you're you're out you can't get them. And so I don't know if it's like something you got to keep a little bit more in the bank or it's just something to avoid. I like the thought, but it is very challenging. But I don't like you planning to make a game week move right after the first game week, which is something yeah. that you've kind of taught that lesson and ingrained it in my head. That's not all I've ingrained in your head. I also suck at FPL and I'm ugly and yeah, things like that. Yep. Yeah. So keep going. Uh, I'm a terrible pod co-host. Um, I have a miserable life. Uh, I have a small, you know, that. <laughs> um, I, I, I could good probably enough. keep going. That's good enough like, for yeah. now. We'll save okay. the rest okay. for later. Stop it there. We're good to go. Uh, Gabrielle writes in, don't be extreme. This kind of goes back to the idea of being boring. Uh, for example, he says, um, you know, Last year, the, the big at the back versus going with all 4.5s and 4s, hits versus no hits, using all stats versus all eye tests, using only fixtures or using only form. I, I think it's a, it's a good piece of advice. And we sometimes in this game want to, we want to play with absolutes, right? We want to say, this is the, this is it. You have to do it this way. Um, like I said, I, it is a game. So there, there are better ways to play. But within any game, there's a variety of strategies which can be put together. And you can think of FPL a little bit as like an extension of the actual game of soccer or football, right? There, there's, there's a number of ways to win a match, right? You can play with a, you know, the Mourinho style with the low, the low block, park the bus, and, and only pressing when the ball comes towards the middle of the pitch, right? You can play... Um, uh, a Gangam pressing style like Liverpool, where the players are very high up the pitch and trying to force errors and forcing the ball towards the middle of the field, right? There's there's different strategies that allow for teams to find success in different ways. And I think it, it can be said the same of FPL. Wouldn't you agree, Jake? Yeah, I agree. I, I, I mean, I think that for the most part, we'll go over the basic rules, but yeah, you can have a little bit of a different strategy to contend but typically toward the end of the season certain teams do well because True. of certain factors right 
Um, Daily FPL poll writes in uh, pyramid of premiums strategy. This is interesting. The three, two, one, the three defenders, two mids, one forward. So he's suggesting uh, three premium defenders because we don't want to waste def- transfers on defenders throughout the season. Um, two premium mids, usually a talisman player for a team, for example, a Salah or KDB, and then one premium forward um, and trying to rotate that player uh, towards the in form forward at the time. I think that's an interesting little little strategy there. Yeah, I don't know if I like this so much because this is my current team structure or if this is actually just good information, but I do like this. Yeah, it's an it's a very simple like way to maybe a, a starting point for team structure, like how you put it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Nick writes in uh remove the weakest link. Oh, it's Nick Triggerlips. Uh g- good FPL uh community uh person, individual. Um, personality, if you will. Uh, I like this. I actually like this advice a lot, and I don't think we maybe talk about it uh, enough. And it's very simple, um, but it's something I think that we don't probably don't do very well as managers. Uh, he says, remove the weakest link first and do not let mm. problems build up. So this is in regards to the use of transfers. Um, of course, for, for new players, you get one transfer for free every week. After that, it's considered a hit and you get minus four points if you do that. You can bank um, up to two free transfers. Uh, so you can save one from one week and use two the next. Um, I think this is something that, so this last year I did not do it. And the year before I did it really, really well. Started off with good team structure two years ago um, and basically used my transfers for two things. Either one, if I had an injury or a card or something like that, I fixed that often um, right away. Okay, I I didn't let, like he says, didn't let the problems build up. Um, If I didn't have any problems, then I would try to bank the transfer. So even even if I looked at my team and said, oh man, I really think that this player who I don't have could have a good game week, okay? Um, I I would probably try to save my transfer instead. It was almost as if the transfers were used more for putting out fires or solving problems than they were for uh, chasing points. Um, And and so I like like that piece of advice. Agreed. Simple, but effective. Irrepressible Meme says, uh, base your decisions on form over looks. Simple roll with it i i would disagree i mean i think i think chances are a big part of fpl um so i i don't know if like that's what that is commenting on because form to me means yeah finishing is important which it is but if you're getting a guy that has a ton of chances like let's say martial for man united he might have had a rough game week the week before but like the next one could be completely different so i i I would be a little bit cautious with that advice. So you hate irrepressible memes? No, no. I I mean, I get what he's saying. Like, form is important. I mean, look at guys like Danny Ings, where he converted a ton of goal chances last year, and he was great throughout the whole season. But, I mean, looks is important. Or, like, I you know, I don't – I guess I'm – I'm confused on the hang up on what looks means. Like, are we saying like a flashy player that doesn't do anything? Then yeah, I, just, I agree. No, I think it's just, it's just how attractive they are is what he's saying. Oh yeah. Well, that's fair. Can't base it on that. You, you could, you could, you should do, you should base all your decisions just on how hot all the players are this year. H A W T hot. Well, Jack's back in my team then. 
You're in. Captain Jack. You're in. You're my triple Perfect captain. Perfect hair. You look very sexy out there. You're in. <laughs> You're in. Uh, Never mind you play for probably the worst Premier League team. It's okay. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, maybe West Brom's worse. I don't know. We'll see. Um, FPL Dave writes in, uh, forget pricing. It's fool's gold. And this year, every player is two transfers away due to the high price of core mids. Um, you know, I would, I would, I would take up some, some problem. Some qualms with with that. Yeah. Some qualms, if you will, a qualm or two, a variety of qualms. Um, it's not that I, I don't, I'm not a huge price player. I never have been. And so I agree with that. But, um, I do think early in the year, it's something to just keep an eye on. Um, just because, you know, even like this last year, I got priced out of a few players very early in the season um, because I didn't have I didn't have the the balls basically to go after a player that looked like they were going to skyrocket um, or to drop players. Right? I mean, I would say like Nick's idea of removing weak links. Like if there's a guy that's that you know gets hurt early, like you need to get rid of him or else he's going to drop in price and you're going to lose a ton of value. But um, I do think you have to weigh, right? Weigh if it's an actual problem for you or not. It, it's a challenging it's a challenging thing, the whole price situation. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I have reservations about this comment. Prices are really important. I think every year I do a poor job of balancing my team at the beginning to help me get to certain players if need be. And this year I'm going to really try to do that where I'm going to have different players and different price points. And yes, they're going to be players that I want on my team and have good fixtures. But I think it goes back to, oh man, who said it? It was, I think it was Gabriel. Don't be extreme. You don't want all 4.5 mid or defenders. Like even if, even if they all play game week one and some of them do well, it's not going to, they're not going to be good by the end of the season. Not all five. I mean, that, that just doesn't happen. That's, that's an outlier. If there's a year where you have four, even three fantastic 4.5 starting defenders at the beginning of the year. And like, kudos to you if you hit that one out of a hundred years, but it it's just not a good way to strategize your team in the beginning because it's going to make it very challenging to reach up to better defenders. No doubt. No doubt, Jake. It's the first good piece of advice you've given on this pod today. Uh, the secret FPL player wrote in, absolute points are irrelevant. Positive variance to the game week average is what matters. For example, a 40-point week when the average is 25 is more beneficial than a 100-point week when the average is 95. Focus transfers on high-impact players to maximize positive variance. I think that's a really good piece of advice. Uh, people often look and just say, like, how many points did I get? That's all they really care about. But but what really matters is how many points you, you get versus what the average player is getting. Um, and probably we could drill that down to even saying, the points that you get versus what the players are around you are getting. So especially in Mm -hmm. the second half of the season. So um, I know that that seems like a very obvious thing, but it it is really important um, to be able to improve that positive variance as the season goes on so that you can continue to make big jumps in OR. Um, Interesting. Uh, Our, our our Trevo writes in, don't let anyone influence your thinking or moves, play your own game one of my least favorite sayings in all of fpl play your own game or go with your gut i've ranted on that so many times what does that even mean i don't know 
I, I thought you were going to get fired up about this one. That's why I was excited when I saw it. I mean, I, I get what he's saying. He's saying, like, don't get caught up in too much of the hype. Um, be a little bit careful. Like, really think out. I think it should be more not play your own game, but maybe, like, use statistics, the eye test, and all of that stuff to determine your transfers. And a little bit of herd think is okay, but don't let it judge your whole team. I mean, you might do fine if you base your team off of everybody else, but if you really want to have a fantastic season, you're going to, like you just said, or like the secret FPL player just said, you're going to have to focus on high impact transfers that are a little bit out of the norm per se, you know? So like a great example might've been Christian Pulisic last year. I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't know. I don't even agree with what you just said. Stupid, stupid. Just because you hate dumb. Christian, or yeah, of course, Christian Pulisic, worst player in the game. Yeah. But <laughs> no, just this whole like it's it's such an FPL community thing. The, the two, it's very interesting, and this is my, one of my only problems with the FPL community. On one hand, you've got a lot of people that want to just tell everyone else how to play, right? They want to say that they're mm-hmm. experts and that they're really good and that they know exactly what's going on. And then on the other hand, you've got those same people and everyone else that's like listen to your gut, do what you want to do, play your own game. And I think the language there is really important. In my opinion, it it implies cavalier play. Okay, it, invi- it implies maverick play. Now, there's nothing wrong with like an odd punt here and there. And, and trust me, I've taken a few. But like for the most part, if you want to have a top 50K or top 100K season, like the best thing to do is just play really boring. Like you said, play really simple, follow the herd, captain the most obvious captain picks um and i i think that you know this idea of like play your own game is like it's maybe an enjoyment idea right like it's so that people Mm -hmm. you know feel confident in their decisions but like you're not in general you're not smarter than the herd you're not smarter than than the group think in general i know that there's times when you make a pick that's better than other you know than what everybody else did but like in general you're wrong so I, I just, I don't necessarily, I think that like, that's the whole point of being part of the FPL community is to yeah. get information from a bunch of other people. So this idea of like, don't let other people influence your thoughts. Like that's the whole point. That's the reason you read stats and you read, you read threads about things that you didn't know about. And you, you listen yeah. to other people's analysis. Like that's, that's, that's called collecting data. I, I don't know. Yeah. It just disagree. Well, our, I think I see what you're saying. Our Trivos stance on it it's very extreme don't let anyone influence like that doesn't make sense right like don't let anyone influence like maybe let people who have consistently done very well in fpl influence you or like maybe let like certain people who have other podcasts that have been doing this for a long time influence you it's still your own decision and yeah like you said it's it's ultimately your choice and it depends how you want to play this game like are you going for first are you going to win a mini league are you just doing this for fun and you want to just have all players from like your country you know say you're american and you just want to have a bunch of american players on your team whatever you want to do that's fine that's what our podcast is about you do you yeah but that's what we're that's trying what to give argue. you the most the best advice right that's what i would argue is like even our podcast i mean I've had some good finishes in the last, like last year was pretty rough for me, like 50 K, but I, you know, I finished a thousand the year before that. I finished 14,000 the year before that. You know, I've like, I've had some good, some good finishes in the last couple of years, but like, 
I would, I very rarely, like people often send me and people have kind of stopped now because I, I think like they get a little turned off with the way I handle it. But people will DM me all the time on Twitter and be like, hey, here's my team. What do I do? And I'm happy to look at your team and give you some ideas. But like, I don't know the way, you know, your thought process or your strategy. I don't know. I can't always just give you like the exact best thing. I don't know, you know? And so like, I, I just, you know, I, I don't know that even for our podcast that like, you know, we want to talk about the the best, we think the best ways to play the game, not the exact way to play the game, right? But strategies that you can use to be successful. So anyways, on that note, FPL Canada writes in, hang in there and don't take hits. 100% agree. On the same note that we were just talking about, I think it's Yif or Yilf uh, writes in, don't blindly follow the advice of FPL Twitter accounts dining off past glories. If they don't have a recent record of top 5k finishes, then uh, they don't have the credentials to proclaim themselves as oracles. Um, and certainly never, ever, ever pay for advice. Um, I don't know. Pay for entertainment, maybe. I, I think that um, like to get two top K finishes in the last two seasons is pretty insane. Uh, there's some managers that do that, um, but there's just so much variance that's challenging. Um, anyways, last comment, and then we have to take a short break, Jake. Uh, Stephen Toomey writes in, make sure you have lots of good craft beer for the season. Cheers. I have to agree with that. Yeah, I'm excited. I got some. I got some Warlock pumpkin beer yesterday. I'm oh, excited. the pumpkin beers, I guess, are probably rolling out, aren't they? You love. Pumpkin they just things. came out. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, I mean, what's with that? Why are you PSL so obsessed League. with pumpkins? Well, I don't. I don't know. Do you like Basic pumpkin white pie? Girl, I guess. Yeah, I like. I do like pumpkin pie. It's mm. not my favorite pie, but it's a good pie. What's your favorite pie? Well, cherry cherry pie. She's my cherry pie. Something about it is in her eye. And I'm going to make her cry. It's a cherry pie. I don't know. Man, this makes me feel like Jake's mistakes all over again. I was close with the words, wasn't I? I don't think so. But I mean, the cherry pie part. But yeah. All right. Uh, Let's take a a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the leagues that we'll be running this year. There's quite a few. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about our Patreon. And then we're going to do eight tips for success from Jake and Marco. Uh, this year. So stay tuned. Welcome back to the second half of the pod. Jake just got another drink, so he's going to be blitzed going into the second half here. Midday drinking, Jake, huh? Yeah, that's what I'm all about. Yeah, you have a pretty tough life, don't you, Jake? I mean, people that know the pod well and, and new listeners alike will We'll hear throughout the season how challenging your life is. And here you are, midday drinking. Yeah. Get excited, though. It's going to be good. It's yeah, going to be a good time. Wait. Um, Let's talk a little bit about leagues that we're going to do this year, Jake. Um, of course, we'll be back with League Dive. Um, League Dive has actually become, become quite good. Uh, we had top 10 finishers in our league. Uh, I think all top 10 finishers were in the top 10K this year. Uh, including some people in triple digits. So uh, it was really an impressive season for a number of the listeners. Um, The small print of our podcast, if you listen to it, does say um, anything that you win in any of your leagues, whether they be mini leagues or with official FPL, um, you now, since you've listened to at least 30 seconds of our podcast, uh, you now owe us at 51%. Even if you turn the podcast off now, you're now committed. So um, you know, I think if, if you don't want to follow those rules, that's fine, but you better lawyer up. Am I right, Jake? 
Yeah, does that count for punishments too? I'm just curious. Like, do we have oh, to? So, like, if somebody loses and you know their the punishment is a spanking in their league, yeah. then we have to take it. Yeah, like with them, I, you know. I don't know. I'm just asking. I'm curious. This is this is getting sounding interesting. <laughs> I guess we'll have to figure that out for the next episode. Yeah, we'll get the details to that <laughs> later. Uh, so, league dive. Uh, get yourself a, a your notes out or a piece of pen and paper. Uh, the league code for League Dive is um, R0XA2A. That is a zero, right? Yeah, it yeah, is. I know I was confused when I was signing up, but then the I realized. <laughs> that is so yeah. terrible. R0XA2A. Um, and League Dive is, is it has a ton of people. So we have about 500 in there already. I would guess this year it'll probably double to close to 1,000 members. That's It tends to double every year. That's kind of how it goes. So um, we'd love to have anyone that likes to be in that uh, in, in the league. And we will send the winner of the league uh, a League Dive t-shirt. Um, so whoever takes first place will be happy to send you a t-shirt if you just send us your address. Um, so get in. It's a free league. It should be fun. Um, the other league that we have is our PSL Super League, and this is the, the top supporters league in the world. All of our Patreon supporters uh, in, in the, the top two tiers of the league are in the, the PSL Super League. Um, and so this year we'll have, uh, I think, around 20, 20 members right now, and we'll probably have a few more before the, the season starts. And we'll talk a little bit about our, our Patreon after this. Um, league Died is the uh, zombie league that we have. Um, so Gaz wrote in and I'll explain who Gaz is in a moment, but uh, Gaz wrote in and said, uh, get an unspecified family or friend to register a team uh, under their name, especially get, get somebody who, who's not going to check the team, right? Cause it's a zombie team league, which means you can't make changes or play chips or anything like that. Um, tell them, uh, what team or give them a team to set or ask them to set a team. And then the code is, uh, O D Z Q nine B. ODZQ9B, and I'll make sure to put that out on our Twitter. Um, Bobby Love uh, said, I've seen someone else shout a dive head-to-head league, maybe for Patreons, a bit of a different way of, uh, of bragging rights. And the answer or the response to that is yes, we are going to be setting up a head-to-head league, I think, with our Patreons this year. Um, so if somebody is interested in doing something like that, uh, make sure to join our Patreon. You can be involved. And then uh, two point oh. Uh, said, I'm part of a head-to-head league needing fans uh, from these teams to take part. So, Jake, read the teams off because he said that he thinks it'd be funny to make you try to read the teams. Okay. Uh, Rotherham, Carlisle United, uh, Barrow. That one I'm not sure of. Uh, Colchester United, Crawley Town, Harrogate Town. Also not real sure on that one. Leighton Orient, uh, Newport County, Port Vale, and Scunthorpe United. Uh, I think about half of those are regions in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You're um, England. L- let, um, let me know if you'd like to be connected and be part of that. Otherwise, you can hit up FPL Tangerine on Twitter um, to, to, uh, get connected into those groups. So if anyone else has leagues that they'd like for us to promote, um, we're happy to do that. Okay. I, I think that that's kind of part of this is it's, it's fun to have community and having competition and having leagues to do that is kind of what drives FPL in my opinion. So if you'd like to, please write us in, um, you can email us at the art of the dive at gmail.com. You can tweet us, um, on, on our, on our Twitter, um, at, uh, dive FPL. 
Um, or you can go uh, to our website, and there's a link as well um, uh, at theartofthedive.com. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, no, sorry, divefpl.com. Very confusing. Uh, so next thing is our, is our Patreon. Uh, and I wanted to talk a little bit about our Patreon because we have quite a few uh, supporters and some new supporters as well. So uh, we've had some people that have been supporting now for over a year. Um, and, and I want to give a shout out to those people. So Bobby, Andre, Kenny, Patrick, Jake, Thomas, Meredith, Keith, uh, Matthew, Emma are all people that have been uh, supporting for quite a long time now. Some of them a full year, some of them about a half a year. Uh, we've got uh, Pawan, Matthew, Gaz, uh, Piety, and then recently Suge, Jake, Liam, and Alex who have all joined. So uh, thank you to all those people. We have three different tiers of support. So the, the minus 80s, which is our kind of entry level tier, that gets you into our Slack channel. So we have a, a Slack channel where we have quite a few people that, that are involved in that. Um, it's a really great place for people that want a little bit less noise, right? So like if you're starting to kind of get into Twitter and following that, you'll find pretty quickly that it can be a lot and it can be really hard to like keep up with all the people and what's going on and have quality, meaningful interactions because there's a lot of douchebags on Twitter. Um, and so that's kind of what the Slack channel is for, for us is to, is to connect a little bit more closely with people and, and put the community or our, our, our dive community together. Um, you'll also at that tier be able to access um, our dive community team. So uh, a name that you're going to hear a lot is Gaz, and Gaz is a, runs our community team for us. Um, he puts up polls, we vote, and and the team name this year is going to be um, Art of the Hive, like a hive mind, which is good. Last year it was called Marco Doesn't Matter, which I didn't like. I'm going to be honest. Um, Liam had been asking what the name of the team will be this year. Um, the Slack team ID is 169. So Gaz was ready. He was ready for the season. Um, so thanks again, guys, for helping us with that. Um, and, and the more people that we can get into that, the better. I th we feel like it really kind of takes off. Um, we also have two other tiers of, of kind of Patreon support. Um, and so our, our No Worries tier gets you into our, our PSL Super League and our head-to-head -head leagues. And then the PSL, the Pumpkin Spice Latte tier, which is the Jake's premium tier. He uses all the money from that tier to buy... Uh, pumpkin spice latte enemas, um, which he just pumps into him daily, yeah. right, Jake? I mean, just twice pumpkin, a just pumpkin spice entertainment, twenty four seven. Yeah, just That's enemas, funny. right? Like walking down the street, you know, doing one. <laughs> I, I've never done that before, but no. you know, tell the tell the new listeners whatever you want to tell them. Yeah, I mean, but you did though, right? I, I well if i did i don't remember okay um the other thing that you get to do in this in this top tier league um is we're going to be or this top tiered patron is we're going to be doing some fun uh like zoom stuff or skype stuff we'll do a few of those like some live things some live events that we'll record as well um also we want to host some people for some interview stuff on the podcast this year we thought that would be a good time um, we can send you some merch, things like that. There's some fun things, but really at the end of the day, the Patreon's all about just like getting Jake and I rich, right, Jake? Yeah, that's what it's about. Yeah. And as you all know, we make oodles of money off of it and you should continue to throw your money at us, your hard earned money away, um, to Jake and I, cause we deserve it because we're the best. Not I don't know Jake. if it's like throwing it away. It's more like to another person. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We'll continue to buy caviar. So, um, 
you can join our Patreon by going to our our Twitter uh, our Twitter page at um, DiveFPL. We have a link there. Um, I also normally post it in our podcast. Uh, you can go to our website or you can go to Patreon backslash The Art uh, of the Dive. Um, so thank you to all the members uh, that are currently involved, um, and we'd we'd be very thankful for anybody else that can get involved and continue show, to show support. Okay, so. Uh, let's get into our tips for success, Jake. So we've got um, eight tips that we wanted to talk about today a little bit. And these are things that Jake and I have put together over the last probably two seasons, things that we've kind of sat down and said, these are really good kind of entry level strategies that Jake and I try to stick to uh, throughout the season. And we thought we would share them with you. We also have some write-in comments on some of the questions. So Jake, do you want to take us through the first, the first rule or first tip for success? Yeah. Let's go. Rule number one, stay the course, set a goal, and design a strategy to support that goal. I like the way you read that. Yeah. Bring in in the PSL energy. No, it sounded kind of like one of those HR videos, like when you start a new job, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's what you sound like. I don't know. Just because I just work the same job all the time. It's terrible. Um, so this idea of like staying the course, right? So FPL Virgin writes in what mistakes were in your game week one team last year and how do you avoid repeating those mistakes? Alex talks a little bit about this idea of flexibility, what it is and how do you get it? And, and I think those two things kind of apply to this rule quite well. Um, one thing that I really struggled with last year was sticking to some rules. I've heard some FPL managers say you shouldn't have rules. Okay, you shouldn't have any rules. You have to be completely flexible, like Alex asks, right? And I think that there's something to be said of that. But remember, this is a game, right? So there are certain ways that are probably better to play, right? Um, in terms of like staying the course, you know, one of the things for me that that really helped was doing what Jake said, kind of trying to be boring and, and being a little bit more reactive with the game and taking your time uh, with transfers. And last year, I really struggled with that. I made some mistakes uh, in terms of the types of players I brought in as well. I, I brought in some players that were very fringe in my game week one team last year. And I think one thing that's a great way to start the year is to, is to go with herd players, with, with players that everyone else is saying is going to do well too, and make sure that you have some price points that you're able to move from player to player. Jake, what are some things you feel like you messed up with last year that you're going to try to fix and stay the course this year? I two Two big ones come to mind. I mean, yeah, we all had our fringe player. I had a guy from Sheffield, I think Robinson, that was a complete waste. I don't know why I did that, but also had like Lundstrom from game week one, which a lot of people had. So I think the bigger issue is I'm starting to realize that forwards are very fixture dependent. So don't just go for forwards that you'd like their price. Um, Make sure they have a lot of good fixtures to start the season or like a pretty decent run, I would argue. And then I think the other big thing is I I started with double Liverpool defense. I'm pretty sure. And I got off the bandwagon really quickly. Um, And if I would have just held them for the whole season, would have been much better. So don't don't completely throw away everything just because of a couple rough game weeks. I know it was pretty bad for Liverpool in the beginning, but you know, lo and behold, Van Dyke still ended up three points behind Robertson from last year and would have been the third highest, you know, defender. So hold yeah, hold I, your hold your players that you know are gonna do well and use your transfers elsewhere. That's not all you should hold. Uh I think that tran- that that kind of transitions as well to rule number two, the five week rule. 
Um, Jake and I both try to chunk the season into like these kind of five week blocks. And when we look to bring players in or move players around, we try to think with that kind of five week mindset minimum, right? Sometimes even longer than that. Um, there's actually been, especially in the last, uh, this last season, there's, there's been some game theory that's kind of emerged that has said, you're actually probably better off having a pretty flexible team, right? Having a lot of players that you can rotate in and out, which we'll talk about in rule number three, um, and only using your transfers uh, for heavy hitting players that have good fixtures coming up. It's an interesting strategy. And if you have that flexibility, you're able to you're able to deal with some of those issues that we talked about earlier, like injuries or suspensions or, um, or rotation within a team. Um, but I think the kind of this five week rule is a really good way to think of it when you're initially bringing players into your team is uh, the idea here being chunk that season up. Um, don't think of it as the entire season, but don't think of it as a one week punt or a one week uh, approach to a player. Jake, you want to start us off with rule number three? Yeah. Uh, F the formation. Formation is fluid. What is F Don't worry. For? you know forget the formation formation is fluid um forgive the formation all right i'll let you off the hook keep going don't don't worry about formation focus on player value and distribution of funds Ooh, we got a lot of questions on this one um yeah so formation is fluid right I, i think that well, I don't know. I think old school FPL players would tell you that three four three is the only way to go, right? Um, and then last year, people went, and we were we were on board with this, right? We we went pretty heavy at the back last year. We looked at player options, and we said, you know, we're going to for sure have four good defenders almost the entire year, four expensive defenders that will play the entire year, um, and it didn't really come off. Um, you know, that said, there's there's some good defenders this year on some good defensive teams, and so. You know, I don't know. Maybe maybe you don't have to commit yourself to this like 3-4-3. Three, three. And it's okay to say, I'm not going to play the exact same formation every year. The idea being that, you know, maybe we focus a bit more on that player value and that distribution of funds. And we'll, of course, get into that a little bit more um, when we go forward um, next next week when we start looking at player selection and fixtures and things like that. But one of the things that, that, that comes to mind is this idea called bootstrap theory. And, and so... This idea that at the start of the season, it might be more important to have a really flexible team than 11 players that you think are going to be perfect for your team. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Jake? I, I love that. I'm trying to go for it this year, and I'm really going to stick to it. Uh, I mean, obviously, we'll know a little bit more with fixtures, but I like the bootstrap theory. Yeah, Sean number one, not number two. He's Sean number one. Said, are you trying to get a balanced team, or are you going for a, quote, fuck it team i think that means something different than what you're thinking sean okay Uh, a team full of big hitters knowing that you can wild card out of it if it all goes pear-shaped what does pear-shaped mean i don't know i guess pear-shaped isn't good and two point sex sounds writes in what formation are you planning on starting the season with um addy says how important is it to adapt to formation switch i think we've hit on some of those things how about the whole pear-shaped question i mean the the you know, the bang it team, as I like to say, you know, every year, this is a question. And every year I feel like I see these teams on Twitter and it never goes well. I just, yeah. I don't understand it. I don't we, you and I really, I think both are on the same page with most, most years. 
I think this year probably included due to the, the way prices are structured. Like two premiums is plenty, don't you think? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah um, it's just foolish to do anything more than that because I, I like your comment and we'll talk about this probably more in pods to come, but like you can switch out your heavy hitter or your premier guy if you really think that things need to be switched but like remember you only get one captain that's where a lot of your points come through if you have like four guys and you're rotating that captain armband you're losing points everywhere else so not a good idea yeah okay rule number four don't shawn the fixtures don't shawn number one the fixtures it's oh, supposed yeah. to say don't God. fuck the fixtures, but I think anytime we have the F word, we're going to replace it with Sean number one from now on. <laughs> okay. I like that. Yeah. Uh, fixtures are huge. They're huge. Uh, we all know it, but often forget. Um, I, I think that that's a really simple thing, but fixtures, fixtures, fixtures. And um, there's a number of good fixture tickers out there to kind of get a feel for what's coming up. Um, I think fantasy football scouts is pretty good, right? Um, they, mm-hmm. they do a nice one. Um, who else? Does anybody else do a nice one? I don't like the FPL fantasy websites one. I yeah, think it's a either. little bit not great. It's based off of last season, and that uh, makes sense at the beginning of the year. But, yeah, there needs to be – it needs to get better. Uh, will you take us through rule number five, Jake? Yeah. Rule number five, the battered rule. Get players from top six sides for majority of teams. Um, Play safe. Pick proven players. Pick two high ceiling punt players. These may or may not be top six team players. And I think we should put an asterisk next to that punt player idea, right? Like maximum, that should say. Pick two high ceiling punt players max. Other than that, the rest of your team should be, you know, proven players that you know are, are going to get minutes, that you know have a good chance of scoring goals um, or getting returns. Um, and and primarily, those players are going to be in your top six sides. Um, you know, I think that there's there's a theory out there that's like, they call it talisman theory in FPL, where people are, are basically trying to pick the players that are the talisman on like a bad team. So uh, the player that comes to mind would be like Jack Grealish, right? He's, he's a talisman player. Um, he's the about the only player on that team that gets returns for them. Uh, the problem is their team just doesn't get that many returns. Um, and so often there's there's better options or better picks, um, even if that player is not talisman, um, because the team just banks so many goals. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Jake? Yeah, I agree. I like I was literally going to talk about the talisman theory. And, and just like in general, though, looking at the points distributed last year, Man City and Liverpool were so far ahead of other teams. And so... Again, use it a little bit with in caution with fixtures. I mean, obviously none of the Man City defenders were worth having, but if you had multiple midfielders from their team throughout the year, you probably would have done really well. Where like Liverpool, you can be a little bit more evenly distributed, maybe with a midfielder and some defenders. But again, those are the teams that are going to get you a lot of points. If you have guys from teams that don't do well, you're kind of setting yourself already behind the eight ball behind the eight ball. Yeah. That's an American saying Uh, it's difficult to shoot around the eight ball. So it's not good. 
Not if you're not. You don't shit. want to be behind Ooh. it. Not if you're not shit. No, I mean, you, you have to be really good to shoot. Haven't you from seen that cool move where you pop it up over the eight ball? Never seen that. Yeah, I mean, but Idiot. that's not easy. Not it's good. not. All right, whatever. No, I don't think so. Learn to play pool. Stupid. All right, I'll put that on my list. <laughs> Shitty pool do. player. Jake's literally like got a little notes on his phone on his iPhone. He's like bad at pool need to get better okay uh rule number six patience young grasshopper be patient do your research uh football's a lucky game but you create your luck by selecting the team that is statistically more likely to score don't bring guys in just to throw them out so this kind of connects back to that idea of like chunking the season and thinking about when you bring a guy and thinking about having him for five game weeks and you know one thing that i preached a ton last year and didn't do at all was this idea of holding transfers whenever you can um one thing that we see a lot of is you know let's say you have a especially with like mid-priced players so let's say you have a mid-priced midfielder somewhere in that you know seven to nine or like six to nine range um you know and and you brought him in statistically he's strong he's been getting in the box he's been getting touches in the box he's been getting shots uh, he has a decent expected goals. You've watched the game and he looks aggressive and you bring him in and he, and, and he doesn't score for two game weeks in a row. And you kind of have like a meltdown, right? Cause you're frustrated. You did the research, you know, you thought you had a, a proven strategy and he, it doesn't turn out. Okay. And what a lot of people do is they end up moving those players. And, um, and I really think that that's actually the opposite. That's the time to hold, right? Um, that that's the time to keep that player. If the statistics are still being produced, the game's all about probability, and so we just want to bring in players that have the probability to score um, and to get us returns. And so that's what we're constantly looking for: is we're we're searching through, you know, it's kind of it's kind of uh, pouring over the data and trying to find a player that um, that has a higher chance to score than a current player that we have. And and patience is required there. Um, that's all I have to say on that. Jake, do you want to comment on that, or do you want to jump to Rule Seven? I'm going to go to rule seven. Um, the herd is safe. Sometimes herd theory is the best theory. Sometimes it's best to go with the crowd. Example, Sala. This is a safe play. It protects you. Don't overthink it. Protect yourself. Man, there's yeah. a lot of two-word, three-word sentences in there. But yeah. yeah. Well, wear protection is what I'm saying. Yeah. That's always good. Don't go in there spicy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, couple comments. So why do people check players' ownership numbers already? So many players have not even registered a team yet. None of my friends I play in mini league against have been have even been on the website yet. All right. Yeah. And, and good to know your right. friends are just not doing anything that they should be doing. Yeah, your friends them. suck at FPL then. Like, tell them that, yeah. geek, right? Uh, Gautam writes in, is there is there an, an early template forming already? So the idea here is, um, you know, like, is it is it worth right now looking at the herd? Or, you know, like, for me right now, what this is really about, and, and it applies to Rule 7 here, that the herd is kind of safe, is I think it is good right now to kind of pour over what are other people doing for teams, right? Who are other people selecting? How are they plugging them in? It doesn't mean that you're going to necessarily just copy people player for player. Again, it's data, right? You're trying to get in, you know, a number. So I'll tell you this. This happens to me all the time. And it, it is, it can be a little bit of analysis by paralysis. But I like to see a lot of other teams. And the reason for that is um, I just like to see how people plug the players in. 
I don't know, often there's like different ways that I never thought of or I never considered that people are, are putting the teams together. And I think that that is an important thing to see, especially early in the season. And I actually like right now that it's before the, the fixtures have even come out. Obviously, teams are going to completely blow up once we see exactly what the fixtures are. But what this does is it gives me a little bit of a framework for ways that I could approach it or I could uh, plug, plug players in this year. Remember, it's not about sing- singular players. Okay? It's about the way that you combine players to make your team better. And I think people forget that. They often get so fixated on getting one guy into their team, but they forget that they're sacrificing in other areas so heavily that uh, it, it's going to hurt the team overall. Um, last rule, rule number eight that we say, um, and, and it's it's a game. Okay, It's a game. Get over it and do your best to, to enjoy it when you can. Um, I think Jake and I talk about this a lot and, you know, FPL for, for both of us, uh, and this podcast are a lot of the times an escape, right, Jake? I mean, you have a miserable life. Yeah, I would well, tend to agree. Right. Miserable. Yeah. But below average. Well, I mean, below average would be good for you. Right. I mean, let's just, and Jake, this, it's time for us to be honest. Right. And, you know, just tell everyone. I, don't, I guess it's okay. It's miserable. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. That's what I needed to hear. And, um, <laughs> you know, and so, so FBL is kind of an escape for us sometimes. And for all of us, I think it is. If you're to the point where you're listening to a fucking podcast on FPL, like, like that Jake and I are putting together, you know, you're pretty far off the rails, right? You're, you're, you know, you, you, you're pretty deep into FPL and, and FPL is just, it's a game, man. So like, we're all into this a little bit too deep together, but what we have to do is do our best to try to, to have some fun with it and enjoy it while we're here. Um, it can be really frustrating, though. It can really suck. Um, but I, I think I tried to do be better about that this year, and I think it actually maybe I went too far. Like, I, I was so much like, yeah, it's just a game. Like, it doesn't really matter. That, like, there were times when I should have been putting some research in or, like, thinking about my picks a little bit better, and I was just like, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm not going to get myself wound up about this. Um, and it led to maybe a sub subpar performance. It takes a lot to be good. I mean, it takes a lot of luck, and it take, but it takes a lot of research to really be good at the game. Um, but it's, it is a game. We got to remember that, and sometimes you just got to be cool with it and get over it. Am I right, Jake? Yeah, I'd agree. Of course you would. Everything I say is good. Everything you say is dumb. That's why I'm here, yeah. pod co-host. Pod worthless co-host. Um I guess that's it. I mean, that's that's the podcast today. It's the first first week uh, of podding for us. We'll pod weekly going forward. Uh, we've got a couple preseason pods coming up, Jake. Normally, we look at kind of like um, we kind of look at uh, team. We do like a, a, stru- a podcast on team structure. We normally do a podcast uh, kind of covering like different positions. So maybe something like about kind of defenders, midfielders, forwards. Um, and then we try to do like a podcast right before the first game week um, where we mostly just let it be questions based, where a lot of people are kind of scrambling and, and want just some a little bit of guidance. And because Jake and I are so smart, we're able to provide it. So, um, Jake, anything you want to add or should we kind of like wrap up some stuff? No, I don't think there's anything to add. Just let's see what the price or the fixtures are, you know, tomorrow. I'm excited. It's good. Yeah. 
that'll give us a lot of important information. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter at DiveFPL. Um, online, DiveFPL.com. We use uh, Facebook as well, The Art of the Dive. Um, please check out our Patreon and support us at Patreon backslash The Art of the Dive. You can download our podcast basically anywhere. iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, Overcast, Pocket Cast App, CastBox. Uh, one of the best things you can do to help grow and support our podcast, if you're a longtime listener, is to leave a review um, to help support us on, on the uh, social media outlets. Um, and like I said, su- support our Patreon. Um, some random questions ended up, Jake. Um, Captain Fail writes in, what's your opinion on unpopular opinions? It's one of my least favorite uh, things people do on, love on Twitter. You like I love it? love unpopular. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I don't, I'm pretty indifferent. I think it's kind of silly, but whatever. Anytime anyone starts a tweet with like unpopular opinion, I mostly just scroll past it. I'm like, I'm done. I'm not not interested in reading your dumbass tweet. Um, Dave wrote in, told my cat that you guys were potting. He gave me a thumbs up and said, "Quote, fucking, uh, excuse me, Sean number oneing finally." <laughs> That's awesome. I like Dave's cat already. I feel like Dave's a Sean number one liar. His cat doesn't talk. You never know. No, I do know, Jake. I do know. He doesn't have a talking cat. That's get out the of here, future. Dave. Get out of here, Dave, with your bullshit. I'm not putting up with that. Um, should we get out of here, Jake? Yeah, let's get out of here. Okay. Good first pod. Uh, enjoy tinkering, everyone. Enjoy the fixtures. We'll be back in about a week from now, next week, uh, probably Tuesday or Wednesday, with another podcast. Uh, so have a great weekend. I'm Marco. And I'm Jake, and remember, you should dive.